Welcome to Canoe. I'm Junior. And I'm Jordan. We're two pastors, but don't worry, we're not going to preach. Nah, we think the best conversations happen on a canoe, especially ours. So whether you're on a run, in the kitchen, or on your commute, grab a paddle, hop in the canoe. Let's navigate a river together. Two dudes in a canoe. We're back with Question River. It's gonna be a good one too. I'm excited for this. It's it's a it's our day off. It is. But we're, we're here with you in the canoe. You wanna because know how, we love you. And you wanna know how amazing of dads we are? Yeah. It's our day off. We're watching the kids. And so we said, Hey kids, you guys get to come to church and just play while we record an episode. Yeah. It's just us and the church and yeah. the kids are running around the church. That's right. And so I hope this podcast knows you're more important than our kids. We love <laughs> you guys. I actually kinda like hearing the kids run. You're gonna hear them in the background. Yeah. I kinda like hearing them run around because I remember being a pastor's kid and just living at church sometimes yeah that was actually to all the pastors out there listening yeah that was a big part of it my dad said hey you guys take your take your rollerblades rollerblade throughout the church he's like other kids don't get to do this so they actually made me enjoy being a pastor's kid oh yeah because you i'd get to have these little fun because sometimes you do meet pastor's kids and they don't like the church they hate that their dad was a pastor and so i try to and my wife tries to do it periodically too throughout the week because we just point out all the perks yeah, hey, we, we get the whole church to ourselves. Yeah, we point out how awesome church right. people are. Have fun for three hours here <laughs> at church. <laughs> question River is on the horizon. And you might be thinking, why are we talking about asking questions? This is so weird. Maybe. But I would say this topic might be the very topic that is holding you back from having healthier relationships, from holding back your personal growth, from holding back your influence and your leadership. This is a huge topic. We're going to talk about it. But first, we've got one, two, three, four, five stars reviews. This is a big day for our our podcast and our podcast history. We have our first ever sponsor. We do. Now, it wasn't the first sponsor ever interested in us. That's right. If you remember back in season one, we had a manscaping company interested in us and we We, denied them. But this one is a little different. We thought this classier men. Yeah, we're classier men. We thought this one was more us. We had a product reach out to us called Ghost Honey. Heart, soul, heat. Honey, I, I told them though. I said, "Here's the deal. We'll, we'll do a little ad for you. Yeah, we'll do we have re- to do five stars since they're a sponsor? No, nope, because I told them. I said, "Here's the thing. We are we we have to be unbiased. Our 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 listeners need us to be unbiasted. That's in right. this. Yeah, what are we putting on it? So we have ghost honey. This is supposed to be spicy honey. What supposed do you put? Honey, you, they say you can put it on it? raw veggies. You can put it on cheese, pizza, meat, chicken in your drinks. Or here's the craziest one." You could put it on ice cream. And so I thought we'd try some ghost honey on ice cream. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, ready? All right, honey on ice on cream, ice ghost cream. honey. Here, Here we go. go. Oh, wow, that's uh, far spicier than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> <laughs> you oh, right over there? That's got a kick. Wow. That's good. <coughs> three, I like it. Three ingredients in this. It's just honey, ghost pepper, and vinegar. <sighs> it sticks with you. Oh, my word. Now, I don't like honey. This is the best thing that has ever hit my taste buds. I mean, it's it's just the right amount of heat to make it interesting, but it's not so hot that you can't taste all of the other flavors. Oh my goodness. It is 100% Amer- American pure raw honey, ghost pepper and vinegar that hits the spices just right. And for 12.99, a bottle can be yours. <laughs> ghost honey. The Five official stars. honey of the canoe. Also, we know how much it costs for Jordan to sell his soul. The best conversations are like tennis. It's back and forth. It's a thought. It's a topic that bounces between two people. Like, imagine going to play tennis. You know, you bring your racket, you bring your ball, 
you head into that fenced area in that park and you serve the ball to your friend and you wait for them to hit the ball back to you, but they just catch the ball and hold on to it. It starts maybe bouncing the ball on their own racket. You'd be annoyed. Like, what the heck? This isn't why we're here. But this is how most people converse. They're just terrible at hitting the topic back with questions. And you know those people because you've went out to dinner with them. You've yeah. had a meeting with them. You've yeah. sat in a... It's your worst nightmare it's to actually sit exhausting. in a room with those people because you you know I'm just going to fire questions away at them and I'm not going to have... They're not going to ask me a single thing back. And the whole time, you know what you're thinking of? What's the next question I can ask? Right. What's the next question? Because you don't want to sit in that awkwardness. It's terrible. And so we are bad at this. And I get it. Asking questions doesn't come natural to some of us. Like it's, it's easy for most of us to talk about ourselves or be nervous and want to sell ourselves to impress who we're with. But the reality is good leaders ask great questions. And the most impressive people are people who are asking questions about you. There's a book on my shelf in my office by John Maxwell called Good Leaders Ask Great Questions. I've been kind of, I read it a few years ago, and I'm kind of just thumbing through it. But the, the way to not just make friends, but grow your influence among people is to be a great question asker. Like Jordan, this is something, not blowing smoke, but like this is something that I've been convicted. Sometimes when I hang out with you, I'm like, I'll leave a conversation. I'm like, dang, Jordan asked me a ton of questions, and I can't think of one question I bounced back his way. Like, why this is you, something that's- Why do you think that is? <laughs> Thank you. I appreciate but it. But this is something that, that you're good at. Is this something that you worked on or has this become more natural for you? Honestly, it's something. Maybe I worked on it selfishly. I just hate, I hate being awkward. I think I used to, and I still am a little bit, but I used to be really awkward and I used to hate those uncomfortable, awkward moments. Yeah. And I, so I just said, well, I got to come up. In fact, I have lists of questions on my phone to Do ask. you really? Yeah. Like absolutely. in your notes folder? In my notes folder. I have lists of really good questions to ask people so I never have to face that uncomfortable silence That's ever fantastic. again. That's fantastic. And that, that should be convicting for all of us. Is like, do you actually even care enough about this whole idea? About, do you care enough to be a selfless conversationalist that you have questions in your folder? Mine was more about caring so that I don't feel awkward. But yes, you're yeah. right. You should care <laughs> I'm about... I'm just trying to spin it for you, bro. <laughs> you should care about the other person too. Well, you know, Jordan, we th you think about it. We're part of the hiring process at our church. Yeah. You know, if somebody's, you know, if church is looking to hire, we're not like, you know, often we're not the final say. Sometimes we are if they're on our team, but like, yeah. you know, but we are part of the process of just the interviewing. And, and this is something that we look for in the hiring process because we want our church to have a culture of selfless conversationalists. Yeah. And so we have to have a staff of selfless conversationalists, of a staff yeah. of taking an interest in others and being teachable. And so when we interview, like Jordan, how many times will we pop into each other's office and just ask that question, hey, did they ask any questions during the interview? Asking questions shows, are you teachable? And that's the main thing when we look for somebody yeah. hiring, it's like, are they teachable? Well, they didn't ask any questions, so I'm not sure if they're teachable. Are they a selfless conversationalist? I mean, th those are all questions that yeah. we ask each other behind the scenes when it comes to interviewing. So needless to say, this river is huge. A lot of us, come on, we just suck at this. And it very well could be that a major breakthrough with your leadership and your relationships in general, maybe your, your whole perspective on life, you're just a few questions away, just a a folder on your phone of questions away from all of that. We're going to get more specific of what kind of questions to ask and what context, what to ask who. But first, we can't forget about the beloved heart, soul, heat. <laughs> I told our sponsor we'd say it at least seven times. You did not. <laughs> yes, I did. Did you really? <laughs> yeah. Kind news. Weird. Crazy. Kooky news. It's canoes. 
Jr. This canoes is going to row backwards all the way to 1938. Oh, boy, we're getting vintage. <laughs> there was an article that said vintage dating tips for women Ah, from 1938. Okay, ladies, listen up. Let's just see how much of it is still useful for our time. Yes, and if any of you ladies get a date and maybe a ring from this advice, you need to have a canoe-themed wedding. That's the deal. <laughs> We will, me and Junior get to co-officiate it. Oh, that terrible. <laughs> you make us the bride. Right after a word from heart, soul, heat. <laughs> all right, number one. Ladies, don't drink too much. Keep your dignity all evening. That's a pretty good one. That is. Good rule. That's right. Number two, don't talk about your clothes or try to describe your new gown to a man. Yeah, we don't want to hear about your gown. P- please and flatter your date by talking about things he wants to talk about. Hey, question river. Advice number three. Don't be familiar with your escort by caressing him in public. Right. And also, don't get an escort. Yeah. Get a date. I also <laughs> I also disagree with this one. I love being caressed in public. <laughs> <laughs> uh, number f- was this, four. If you need a brassiere, wear one. Why would you need a brassiere? What are those? Are those think, like corsets? I think it's a thing that goes around your waist. Or is that's that what a, that is? Like a belt? Oh, no, that's a girdle. Girls, wear a brassiere. <laughs> Let's hope that's okay. <laughs> number number five, this is an important one. Don't, don't be sentimental or try to get him to say something he doesn't want to work on by with his emotions. Men don't like tears, especially in public places. Yeah, I don't know what to do with crying. I'm terrible around the office with crying. Yeah. Like, I get it. People come in the office to meet with a pastor, and, and they can be emotional sometimes. But there's like, gosh, last week there was somebody crying in one of the offices, and I actually walked in, and I didn't know what to say or do. And I so I asked him, like, do you need water? That was your that yeah. was your thing. You're leaking water from your eyes. Do you need water? <laughs> Let me just replace the fluids in your bodies. Oh, uh, okay. Number six. Don't sit in an awkward position. Yeah, ladies. And never look bored. Even right. if you are. <laughs> what do you mean by awkward position? I just Actually, think of like, they, so they have pictures for all these in yeah. the nineteen thirties. Okay. And this girl's just like slumped over uh, man's like man spread. So have good posture. Yeah. Don't look like a Ladies, dud. Have good posture, okay? Cross your knees. Wear the girdle. Wear the girdle. Have good posture. Do not fix your makeup with it, a mirror. It, that's right. And do not drink too much. And don't caress him in public. That's right. This is how you get a date. In the 1930s. Jordan, when I was a kid, pastor's kid, we'd be having dinners, you know, people's houses all the time. And a lot of times... I mean, gosh, I could write a whole book of just awkward stories <laughs> that happen <laughs> at people's houses because it's just kind of, you know, comes with the territory. But I remember riding in the car and my dad would say to me on the way to somebody's house, he would say, now, Junior, we're not going so that they can talk all about you. You know, because I'd be like six or seven, I'd walk in and we want to tell them all about, you Look know, my all truck. my interests okay. yeah. and my new Hot Wheels cars and, you know, my favorite sports yeah. teams and all of that. And my dad had to remind me, no, 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 no we're not going to talk about you because it doesn't come naturally to us no that's what we do with our kids right at at the dinner table one thing i do with my boys is every every time at dinner i make them ask someone else at the table a question yeah so brixton last night i'm like brixton ask mom a question clay ask me a question and clay will just repeat the question that brixton just said it's funny but it's just (laughs) getting them in the mentality of asking questions we had people over last night and again brixton he stands there he's like hi he said no brixton stick your hand out shake their hand and ask them how are you and so It's teaching them. But the problem is a lot of us have never learned this. No, no. We, we've never learned how to ask good questions. Or we did learn it, but then as adults, we just kind of forget about it. We think, well, that's more for kids. 
And then we become adults and we get really, really into, I got to sell myself, right? Because success is all about, I got to put myself out there and people got to see how, how great I am. But we don't realize, nah, it's the other way around. You really want to gain influence. It's asking good questions. And so what we did is we compiled a bunch of questions. We got out the old folder. Yeah, we thought of the most, everyone's pretty much average relationships that they have. Yeah, boss, dating or spouse, kids. Fr- friends. Yeah. And we compiled some of some practice questions that we yeah. think that would be helpful for you to start. To get yeah. the ball rolling. Yeah. This is these are not exhaustive questions at all. At some point you're just gonna have to take over and uh, keep the questions going, but these are great questions to start. So first, let's start with you. Yourself. Ask yourself some questions first. Before you go into conversation, before you go into a hangout time or a meeting with the boss or a conference room or whatever it is, a networking event, there are a few questions, a couple questions that you need to ask yourself first to make sure you're entering into this with the right heart. Number one, ask yourself, am I genuinely interested in others? That's a big question. It's a big question because a lot of times you go and we just naturally go into the conversation and we want to say, oh, okay, I hope they like, we're just nervous. I hope they like me. I hope they take interest in me. And what you need to do is you ask yourself that question and and you're reversing your mind saying, no, 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 this conversation, I'm going to use it to be a blessing to them. I'm going to be interested in them. I will say that this can actually cure a lot of social anxiety. And I don't, listen, I I struggle with anxiety, so I don't want anybody writing in saying, hey, I got anxiety. That's not my problem. But I will say a lot of, a lot, not all, a lot of social anxiety is cured through flipping your mindset of saying, well, I'm going into this event and it's not going to be about me and the and the vibe that I put off, yeah. but I'm just going to go to, totally go in and just serve everybody else. And so ask yourself, am I really interested in the people that I'm going to go meet and how can I love them best? Am I interested in them? And second question is, am I focused on what matters? You ask yourself that. Jordan, you and I are pastors. And so we, of course, we can get a little preachy sometimes though we always promise not to be preachy. But I will say, you know, as followers of Jesus Christ, if you claim to follow Jesus, you have different marching orders. There's a different goal in every single conversation you have. And that is, is focusing on what matters. Yeah, sure, you want to make a sale or sure, you, you want to network. Yeah. You know, sure, you might need to get somebody to do something. But at the end of the day, what matters most is honoring God and blessing them. Yeah, everyone has an agenda well, yeah. going into a conversation. That's okay to admit. Right. In fact, if you don't have an agenda, you're either dead or you're lying. Yeah, or you're stupid. <laughs> or you're stupid. So, But the, the thing you want to ask yourself is, is this a good agenda that I'm having right now? Yeah. Or is there something better that I could be focusing yeah. on? Yeah. All right, so you've asked yourself two questions. Am I genuinely interested in others? And am I focused on what matters? That's huge. And then you walk into your boss's office. That's right. And your your hands start to shake. That's right. Maybe it's Monday morning and you're like, ah, dang it, I got that, you know, one-on-one with the boss yeah. or the boss is going to pop into my cubicle. And it's always so awkward. That's right. And the, and the hard thing with bosses too is when you have a conversation with a boss, even if it's just shooting the breeze, we tend to want to talk about us, right? Because we want to sell ourselves to the boss. Yeah. We want to be there for promotion. We want the boss to like us. We even want, if we don't yeah. like the boss, we want the boss to like us. Yeah, we want to talk ourselves and how good of a job that we've done throughout the week. That's right. Two questions. Two good questions to ask your boss. What can I take off your plate this week? Now, Jordan, you, you asked me that question <laughs> when you first started on staff, right? Yeah, and, and, and I think and you're still doing fair, that. To be fair, I've regretted it ever since. <laughs> <laughs> I did. I asked you what I yeah. can take off your plate, and you said, well, I hate writing small group questions, yep. and I've written them Every week for five yep. years. Yes, you did that this week as well. Yeah. <laughs> so don't do that question. <laughs> That's a great question to ask Ask your boss. Is like, you, you know, I, I, I know you might be thinking like, my goodness, like my schedule is just so crazy right now. But hey, we're, we're heading into work and we are to serve, right? And that's a, just a great question to ask your boss. Hey, what can, what can I take off your plate this week? 
Second question is, if you were in my position, if you were me in my position, what would you be focusing on? That's a great great question question to ask your boss on a couple levels. First off, it allows the boss to get into your mindset and to be thinking, yeah, I guess they've got a lot of stuff that they're doing right now. It, It makes them cognizant of all the stuff that you're doing. And it helps them narrow down What's the most important thing that they should be doing? Right. You're, you know, I remember that office episode where Jim, uh, he says, okay, hey, Jim, can you give me a rundown? Yeah. And Jim says, yes. Yeah. Right. And yeah. then the rest of the episode, he's trying to figure out what a rundown is. <laughs> right. He's, he doesn't, he doesn't know what to expect. He doesn't know what right. to do. I think a lot of people approach their jobs that way. Yeah. They don't know what the boss actually wants them to do and what's most important. Yeah. This question is so good because it clarifies, this is where I think you are most valuable. This is what That's I right. think you should be doing. Just because your boss is a boss doesn't mean they're a great leader. And you might be thinking, yeah, Junior, I can tell you all about my boss and how horrible of a leader are. Well, the fact of the matter is they are your boss. They are your leader. But there is a way where you can kind of lead upwards and lead them. And this is one of those ways you can just say, hey, if you were me in my position, what would you be focusing on? That allows them again to just think through your eyes and to help you out because you might be doing a ton of stuff this week that you just shouldn't be doing and the boss can help you out with that. Then after you talk with your boss, you're going to go home to a steamy date night. Date night. You're with your spouse or you're with a date. What kind of questions do you ask? See, a solid relationship will have many questions. And I fear that many marriages, as the years go on, the questions become less and less and less. And that's a lot of times why the health of marriages begin to just kind of dissipate. And that's why dating is a lot of fun. You're getting to know someone. There's Mm -hmm. that that curiosity. And then you reach a point where you're like, I think I know everything about them. No, I'll I'll go as far as to say, Jordan, the marriages that I look at, like in our church, there's a lot of just great marriages that I look at and just think like, dang, I want a marriage like that. In every single one of those marriages that I've noticed, like, man, they just have a good marriage. They ask a lot of questions about each other. Mm. They're just, they take a genuine interest in the other person. That that yeah. interest is still there. So what kind of questions can you ask the one you love or maybe are dating? First, Jordan, you had this idea, which I love. Think of a fun question. People are attracted to fun things, fun people, fun places. We're attracted to fun. We were talking about this last week, just about, you know, our podcast, Two Dudes in a Canoe, and we're like, why do people listen, first off? <laughs> you know, because I'm not saying the content's bad, but yeah. I can almost guarantee that you don't listen because of the content. Yeah. It's not like, oh, J- Junior and Jordan are going to give me leadership content yeah. that's just going to send me through the roof of my career. Yeah. None of you are thinking that. I can give you five other podcasts that will be probably better than <laughs> Way better <laughs> at content than this. The reason you listen is because we just have a lot of fun. But yeah, people like fun people. Right. And you should have fun in your relationship. That's the yes. most important relationship you have, so make it fun. Have some fun in your relationship. And, junior, our friendship too. I'd say... 50% of our friendship is us asking just dumb questions to each oh, other. Oh, more than 50%. Are you kidding me? It's got to be like 80%. It's just all day long. It's yeah. hypothetical. Oh, yeah. What hey, ifs? Hey, bro, would you rather do this or that? Just all day long. It's ridiculous. The woman between our walls loves it. <laughs> so start with a fun question. You're going out on a date. You sit down. You know, the, the waiter comes up, says, hey, I'll, I'll come back in just a little bit for an order. And you, you're looking at... Look her in the eyes and, and right. say, babe... The house catches fire. Not not counting people, but what's three three things you're going to save in the house? You know what would be for me? That hot honey. <laughs> Heart, soul, heat. <laughs> That's a great thing, though. Just come up with a fun question. And, and that just starts the vibe off and just like, we're just out having fun. Then get more specific. And ladies, I, I'll, let me give you a little bit of a window into a, a guy. Ask specific questions. I think often 
ladies have the best of intentions. They're like, oh, I want to talk with my husband. So I'm just going to ask like, hey, how's your day? And then all he says is, that's fine. You need to ask specific questions because us guys are stupid and we need to, we need yeah, help. We do. We need help with what to know to talk about. So be specific. Ask, what was the highlight of your day today? Or what was the highlight of your week this week? That's a great place That's to start. That's a great start. question. And it also gives them, it also just let, lets you know, like, wh- what's their passion? Yeah. What do they get excited about? That's a really good thing for you to know. And it's bringing them to a high of yeah. their week. So you're not saying, I, I used to date this girl, and every time I'd ask her how her day was, she'd immediately go off on how terrible it was. There was always something wrong. Oh, and so I actually learned, I'm like, you know what? I started changing the, the question of, hey, what was something What was something good that happened today? Yeah. And I, immediately it put her mindset into thinking, okay, well, I'm going to stop thinking about all the bad. I'm going to start thinking about the good. That's right, right. So start off by talking about your house catching fire. but you're talking about all the good things you'd save (laughs) that's right then ask about a highlight of the week or a highlight of the day then ask what are you looking forward to again this is just getting into their heart of like what's what's on their mind what's something that they're looking forward to they're looking forward to a vacation coming up or they're looking forward to something that they got going on at work it just lets you know what they're passionate about so then then you get home from the you get home from the date that's right and you get back, you let the babysitter go. And you got those dang kids. And you got to put them to bed. A couple questions to ask your kids. These are two questions that I learned. Actually, John Maxwell, I heard him speak in Orlando. And he gave these two questions. He said, every time I pick up my kids from a sporting event or school, they're in the car. And they can almost answer me without me even asking because they know I'm going to ask two questions. Number one, what'd you learn? Number two, what did you love today? What'd, what'd you, you learn, learn? today? What'd you love today? Number one, what'd you learn? You're just getting into that's their cool. head. What are they learning? What, what, yeah. what, what's going on in their mind? And that's a healthy thing because you're also teaching their kids, wherever you go, you can learn something. That's From right. From whoever, you can learn yeah. something. It also helps you correct. Maybe they learn some stuff that's like, okay, well, that's a little off. Let's <laughs> yeah. talk about that some more. <laughs> so what did you learn? What did you love? Then last... How are we going to fit this one into our story? I have no idea. This is not fit into our story at all. You put the kids to bed. And you call a mentor. (laughs) (laughs) Here's where this comes from. After I read this book, Good Leaders Ask Great Questions, it it just kind of fueled me to take a, I kind of took like a a month to really go after asking people questions, people that I looked up to. So people who had marriages that that I thought were enjoyable or people who had raised successful kids or people who had a successful career. I, I did like four coffee dates or lunch, lunch appointments and just to grill them with questions, not necessarily like this formal mentorship. Cause I always hate it when people are like, Oh, I need a mentor. Will you mentor me? And it's like, oh, okay, that's such a weird question. Don't ever yeah. ask anybody that question. I, it's a yeah, dumb I question. actually tell people no. Yeah. I say, actually, I would love to just go out and, and grab some, some right. coffee or food. Yeah. Mentorship yeah. stuff happens naturally. But so I, I wasn't asking them to be a mentor. I just wanted to pick their brain to just go out with the intention of picking someone's brain who has successfully done something that I want to do, which is the best way to get a mentor. If you want someone to mentor you, ask them, say, hey, can, can I go out? Uh, can we go out for coffee and I just ask you a couple questions. People will say yes to that. That's right. Especially successful people. Yeah. But if you're going to go to some sex, su- successful high level person and yeah. say, hey, can you mentor me? They're yeah. not even trying to be mean. They just probably don't have time if they're really oh, yeah. that successful. Yeah. So ask them, hey, can I, can I steal a half hour of your time and ask some questions? Right. They'll say yes to that. So let's say you sit down for lunch and you're going to pick somebody's brain of, of somebody who's done something that you want to do. A great question to ask them is, how did you get to where you're at? Because mm. 
I love your family vibe. You guys have such a great home culture. I would love to have that in my own home one day. Or you've raised successful kids. What what, what do you attribute to yeah. that with, with your parenting? You, you and your wife still like you look like you love each other. Right. What's the secret there? Give, yeah. give me the give me the roadmap of how yeah. you've you've got to where you've got. Yeah. You have a successful business. What what happened? How did what attributed to that success? How did you get to where you're at? And that's the thing is the proof is always in the pudding. I think sometimes people will go and like they're like. Meant being mentored by people who don't have a great home life. Yeah. Their kids are terrible or their marriage is like falling apart yeah. or they haven't gone anywhere in their career and yet they're mentoring people. I, the it, proof is always in the pudding. Yeah. And so just Proof's ask them about the pudding. Hey, the pudding, your great marriage. Tell yeah. me, how'd you get that? I hate pudding. I love pudding. What's some good questions to ask a mentor? Who do you know that I should know? Now, again, we, don't, we, we were talking about this. Don't start with that question. Yeah. So don't sit down and be like, hey, who do you know that I should know? Yeah, that just looks like you <laughs> just sat down to get something. That's right. It looks like you're just using them. But, but it is a good follow-up question at the end of the conversation. Yeah. Because the, the chances are, if they're a successful person and they're, they're where you are, yeah. they didn't get there by themselves. No. They got there because they're standing on the shoulders of other successful men and women. That's right. It's a great question Success to ask. Success comes a lot of times mostly really through through networking and just knowing the right people and learning from the right people. So who do you know that I should know? And then the other question is, what have you read that I should read? What are some books that really attributed to to your parenting or, or to your marriage or to your career? Even better, what podcast are you listening to that I should listen to? Yeah. And then listen, and, I've been listening to Two Dudes in a yeah. Canoe. <laughs> yeah. And man, it is content gold. All in all, be a question asker. Care about asking questions. Anytime you go to an event, or head into a conversation, just think, I want to be asking questions and I want to be asking good questions. This not only grows you, it grows your influence, it grows your leadership. Yes, you will level up your leadership by asking great questions. But we can't end this river without... This is what grinds my gears. This is what grinds my gears. Jordan, let me tell you what grinds my gears. What? Pet blessings. What the heck's a pet blessing? Have you seen these? You drive by a church, and usually it's like a church that nobody really goes to, and so they've gotten together like, hey, how can we get people to come into our doors? We're losing all the young people. Wait, that's, a, they, that's a real thing? They put a sign out in front of their church, hey, we bless pets. Bring that's your pets to church. We will bless them. So people are bringing like their turtles and their dogs yeah. and their fish yes. to get blessed yeah. at a church. There is only one animal that I'm going to bless. <laughs> it's the animal I'm going to eat. <laughs> pet blessings. Don't grind our gears. All right, hey, Junior, before we end this podcast, our yeah. kids have been running around for three hours. They've been great. They've been great. And so I think we should reward them. We should. With some heart, soul, heat. Hot honey. Now, the only thing is my kids hate spicy things. Oh, this is perfect. <laughs> so we'll. this is the true test. Kids, come on in. Brixton, so this is ice cream and honey. Do you like honey? You ready, Brixton? You don't like honey? Well, guess what? I didn't either until I tried this honey. Okay, ready? Try it. No, I don't like it. Why not? Okay, try saying this. Say, it's so yummy in my tummy. It's so yummy in my tummy. Heart, soul, heat. Heart, soul, heat. <laughs> <laughs> All right, here we go. Reese, age five, is, is going to try hot honey. But good spicy. But great spicy, right? <laughs> no. Yum. Where's the water? It's so Well, if you haven't yet, share this podcast, please. Unless any of your friends are DCFS, then you don't need to share it. <laughs> now, any shares go a long way. Thank you so much. It's been a fun river, and we'll see you on the next one.
Tell Mommy.